0: Live from the Tech Talk studios in the nation's capital and the heartland of America, it's Tech Talk.
1: It's your favorite time of the week. It's time for Tech Talk. I'm Brad Goss, my co-host, the one and only, the Data Doc of Talk. Nationally known, nationally recognized, Doctor Jay Greenstein. Jay,
2: it's Friday, buddy. It's Friday, brother, and I'm excited for our guest this week, man. We are going to have such a good time. That's great. Uh, I'm looking forward. I've been I've been
1: looking it up, doing a little research this afternoon, and I look forward to that conversation. Let's jump right into
2: it, man. Yeah, man. So we have today with us Doctor Stephen Franson. Uh, Stephen is a, a phenomenal chiropractor, built a hugely successful practice, and then from that has, has built multiple chiropractic companies, um, that have been incredibly successful and incredibly impactful. I don't want to steal all your thunder brothers. So why don't you go ahead and and introduce yourself and and tell the crowd what, what you, what you've done, your background, how you got into chiropractic, all that good stuff. Oh,
3: Jay, it it always sounds so much better when you do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) way, uh, guys, it's, uh, it's always a privilege, uh, to be on any show, but I'm psyched. I was looking forward to this, Jay. Um, you know, I love you, brother, and I'm excited to have a new friend here in Brad. So, uh, thanks for asking me. We're gonna have a lot of fun today. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a conversation. My two favorite things to talk about in business, uh, which of course is the chiropractic practice uh, and the business of saving lives. So, uh, I'm excited to uh, to add some value here today, and interested to see where this conversation is gonna go. Uh, I'll give a little thumbnail sketch of my history, so just for context. Uh, as you said, um, we built the original remarkable practice in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, we, when I say we, it's my, uh, my better seven-eighths, my wife, Dr. Camilla Franson, who I met at Life University 30 years ago. Uh, wow. I know what you're thinking. There's no way. What did you guys Were you 12 when you met? Back- <laughs> 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 uh, uh, she deserves the applause on this one. But uh, yeah, 30 years ago, I met her at the first quarter party at Life University. I always tell that story because I'm I'm more shocked than anybody that, you know, we've made it this far and it's just been an incredible and awesome journey. Uh, she's uh, uh, just a chiropractic warrior and she makes me look good. So uh, I get so much of the credit and, uh, but she's really been by my side the whole way in making all of this possible uh, especially with our family. We've got two awesome kids. My son Sam who's going to be 18 here this week. Uh, wow. He's threatening to become a chiropractor which is just awesome. Uh, and my daughter Emma uh, who's 15, soon to be 16, um, she says she wants to be a chef, but I think she's got the piss and vinegar to be a chiropractor. So I'm excited <laughs> to see where she goes. I told her she can do both. Uh, so yeah, Love we it. went to Lev University to, and graduated 26 years ago, started our practice, France and Family Chiropractic in Boston, ran that for about 23 years. Uh, serious practitioners, really committed to great clinical care. Uh, we built the practice on great clinical outcomes for our for our patients, largely a referral-based practice hugely retention based practice, lots of patient education known for creating world class systems. My moniker is I'm the systems guy. So I systematize everything. So for scalability and durability, Uh, build world class teams. When people ask me what I do for a living, I say I build world class teams that always gets their attention. Uh, And part of that story is uh, something I'm really proud of, which is our associate doctor program. Uh, We had thirty nine awesome associate doctors over about a 17 year period. Um, it, not, not because I'm a terrible boss and they quit and I had to replace them, but we had like a two year apprenticeship, uh, where we taught them everything that we had created as far as systems that were reproducible, regardless of your personality. Uh, and you know, we, they'd stay for two years. We'd train them up on everything, attraction, conversion, retention, team building, and then launch them into the world. So, so many doctors have come to us over the years, looking for help with their associate doctor program, uh, that I have eventually created the remarkable practice coaching business, which now is uh the one horse that i ride uh i should say uh that's actually not true <laughs> so <laughs> we have a we have a, at the at one point i sold the practice because i felt like i was riding two horses right so uh long story made short we now have thousands of doctors in our ecosystem around the world which is just an honor and a, pr- a privilege talk about feeling like infinitely scalable now at this point we serve millions of patients around the world uh which is just awesome uh and um Doctors show up with one set of problems for the remarkable practice, and we create a new set of problems for them, which is usually around growth and growth issues are always about personnel. So, uh, you know, personnel issues became the bottleneck for growth and helping our clients reach their potential. So uh, my partner, Alan Miner and I created Cairo matchmakers, which is a separate business. So we have a placement firm uh, placement agency that specializes in chiropractor chiropractic assistants office managers marketing people and especially associate doctors so here we find ourselves on this call uh dr j i'm excited to dig into wherever you want to take this conversation because we've got a fairly broad scope here any direction yeah, you want to
2: go. i'm super interested like when you mentioned that, i never even asked you guys this question but how did you and alan meet
3: alan and i have been friends for 20 years about 18 years um, we we met just years ago in chiropractic in, in, in another coaching organization. Just we're brothers from another mother. We ended up getting separated for about eight years because we were both head down, bum up, you know, building our businesses, building our practices. We got reunited uh at the Ultimate Achievers Club, which is where you and I met. Um uh, yeah. and literally it was no looking back since then. He and I have we now have three businesses that we run as partners, uh, and I think we've each launched a combined 15 different businesses in the last 12 years that we've been hanging around together. So we're both um, pathological entrepreneurs,
2: uh, and
3: uh, we feed off each other. So, uh, you know, it's been a, a virtuous cycle and an upward spiral. It's been incredible.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm i really curious to know, and I think this is, a, this is an important question. We'll get into the chiropractic piece in a sec, but... Um, you know, it takes a lot of effort many times to be in the right type of partnership. You've got to have the right people and you've got to you got to have the right core values. They have to align. What what has been um, some of the most important reasons that you and Alan have worked so well together? What, what are the synergies there that just make it work?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I've never run a business on my own, to be honest with you. Um, I've started 17 businesses. I now I've exited multiple businesses. I now run five Separate and distinct businesses inside of the chiropractic ecosystem with a couple other things on the side. Uh, and I've always done partnerships, whether it was my brother at one point, my wife, all the way through my best friends uh, with multiple businesses. So I believe that one plus one equals 11 uh, with the right partner. Uh, so none of us right. is as smart as all of us. Uh, and man, when you can combine, you know, God only makes geniuses. So when you start putting together people who, like you said, are like-minded. We share each other's core values. We buy into the vision story, and we trust each other. There's just an extraordinary um, commitment to just authenticity and transparency and trust. Um, my, my business partners are my best friends in the world. There's no question about it. I don't even hesitate to say that.
1: It's awesome. That is awesome. You know, it's uh, we've talked about this before on many different podcasts. It's a disaster whenever you you don't get along as a partner. It is just uh, makes life miserable. And horrible, but it is uh, an amazing amount of fun whenever you're good friends. There is just no question
3: about it. That's exactly right. There's always stress. I mean, it's like marriage, right? So any any sure. r- romantic relationship, it's like uh, if, if you go into a rom- romantic relationship, thinks everything's going to be a barrel of monkeys. You've got a, you got, you got a cold shower waiting for you, right? So this is like, you you know, at the end of the day, I always say it's wicked hard, but it's worth it. You know, whether you're talking about, you know, a romantic relationship or having children, starting a business, having a partnership, becoming a chiropractor, it's wicked hard, but it's worth it.
2: I got to tell you, like I've known you guys now for just about over a year and it's, it's been really cool to get to know you guys and listen to you guys, watch you guys interact, see the ideas that are shared amongst the group, because we're in an accountability group together, Brad. And uh, Stephen was kind enough to, to invite me into that group. He probably felt sorry for me. He's like, he, this poor kid, he needs someplace to go. <laughs> we'll bring him in. Um, but it's you really just fit cool in with a think... room full
3: of stray dogs, Jay. That was just great. It was just, just, <laughs> I love it. You just That's rounded right out <laughs> our group beautifully.
2: <laughs> but what's but the word that comes to mind, honestly, for me is character. Like, I can just see the high level of character in you guys, and it's just it's really cool to be a part of that. So Thanks, man. um So, okay, so I'm, I'm really curious about... Um, learning more and I want the audience to learn more about the four stages of the chiropractic life cycle. So can you share that? You did a great um, four-part series for the Federation of International Chiropractic and Sport. Um, they loved it. Great feedback. I want to hear, I want this audience to hear that same, um, that same model so that they can understand where they are and how they can make progress.
3: That's right. That's great. I'd be, I'd be happy to do that. So we call it the four seasons of the chiropractic career. Um, it is a construct that we created to help chiropractors have this conversation we've all been trying to have, right? And frankly, it translates into any small business, I think. So, you know, there's four seasons to the chiropractic career that we've identified. There's launch, build, scale, and exit. Uh, and it's, it's an important construct because it organizes for, as a business, it organizes all of our content and our clients and our, and our coaches, right? So all of our offerings are organized by those four seasons, But but in reality, the profession has adopted it. You know, I put it out in my book. The remarkable practices where I first introduced it and and I share it from the stage and from our podcast. So it's just awesome to hear everybody using these terms now, which I'm really honored by. But I know that it just helps people have this conversation. Right. So when you're in launch, it means you're in your first year. Okay, so either your first year in your own practice or if you're planting multiple practices, it's the first year of that practice. Build is when you're in your second year and beyond. You're an established practice but you're the owner operator because you're the sole practitioner. You're the only doctor in the facility in the brick and mortar that's actually delivering healthcare, right? So you move into scale if, and when you take on multiple, you know, whether it's partners or associate doctors that have you, and you have multiple providers, healthcare providers in the facility, which of course takes the job and turns it into a business, right? So this is when you create scalability, durability, and eventually transferability, Transferability means the ability to sell it. You've built an asset that people will compete to buy. So that moves us into the fourth season, which is exit. When you're ready to find your successor, find a buyer and create your legacy, right, to sell the business. And that's typically when you are within three years of selling your practice, um, you enter into what we consider the exit stage of your practice.
2: That's awesome. Um, I know we're going to dig a little bit more, but I know, Brad, we got yeah, to take a break. Time is flying. Good. It
3: is, man. It is
1: fine. But he's got great words of wisdom. As a business yeah. guy, I love I love making it that simple uh, and and help, hopefully will help some kairos. I hear them all the time talk about, I'm ready to sell my practice, but nowhere prepared like they should be to be able to do it. And they're going to get a fraction of the money that they could if they take some time and it takes years to prepare that practice for so anyway we'll be right back you're listening to tech talk i'm brad cost my co-host dr jay greenstein our guest today is dr steven Fredson. we'll be right back don't go anywhere we'll be right
0: back as a Health usa provider we're excited to work with you to identify which of your discounts are good bad or illegal most chiropractors bend over backwards to make their care affordable. Unfortunately, dual fee schedules, false claims, inducement violations, and time of service discounts can all put you at risk. And no offense, everybody's doing it doesn't work with auditors. At ChiroHealth USA, we're here to help protect and grow your practice. Just listen to our provider stats. 20% overall practice growth versus 2019. Over 50% of CHUSA patients renew their membership year after year. Over 2,500 patients per month use our provider search directory to find a CHUSA provider. At ChiroHealth USA, our purpose is simple: it's to improve the quality of life for our doctors, their teams, and their patients. With over 5,000 providers and nearly a million patients, ChiroHealth USA is the network that works for chiropractic. For more information, call 888 888- 719-9990 or visit www.cairohealthusa.com.
4: Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. With the hot data jocks of talk, oh.
2: it's Tech Talk. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. J here, and I am super excited to be on Tech Talk with two of my very good friends, Dr. Stephen Franson and Mr. Brad Cost. Brad, it's yeah. another great Friday, my friend. Is this guest not freaking incredible? He is. You know, you can tell
1: just from his background, from his mic, from the quality of his camera, this guy's a professional. Yeah, and I love that. You know, he is, I've been trying to refine. Yeah, you know, I've been get. I've been trying to get you to that le- to a better level. <laughs> you know, I send you mics, I send you headphones, I send you all this, and you, every every week you show up with your uh, ear, earbuds. You know. I do have my mic. See? See that?
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) good. But it's
1: so far out in the audience, you know, so far away. I don't know if it's doing any good, but we'll get you there. I know, yeah. I'll move it it close. There we go. We'll get you there. Yeah. Well, listen,
2: let's get back into the conversation, guys. I mean, this is is phenomenal. The four seasons of a chiropractic life cycle. I I just love this conversation. Stephen, I'd love to know, and I think our audience would be um, helped a lot by knowing some of the key variables that get people to move from one stage to the next and or some of the mistakes they make and that prevents them from getting to that next stage. So, you know, take your pick. Yeah. So, you know, having spoken to you in the
3: past around your your audience and just recognizing where most chiropractors are, I think we could safely assume that 80% of the chiros that are listening right now are probably somewhere in the middle there. Right. So they're probably yep. not in launch. They're probably not in their first year. Right. So, of course, we'd love to, you know, connect with them and help them. But right, this conversation, I think we should focus on build and scale uh, and really just drill down on those two and recognize that we, that's teeing up exit. Right. So, exit is really a, a four step process of what we call strategy and then readiness and then the trans, excuse me, the go to market and then the transaction. So, that's more of a kind of paint by numbers depending on where you are in the process. But the key to this, Jay, really to move the needle for everybody is to do build and scale properly, right? So, And ultimately, it's about if you're in build, how do we optimize where you are right now and then move you into scale gracefully and profitably, right? So, And then when you are in scale, how to scale well. Because there's plenty of docs out there who are like, oh, yeah, no, I turned my job into a business. I hired an associate or so- associates, but it's a complete clown car, right, going on in their practice. And they're just like, it's yeah. like oh, yeah, no, I'm in scale. I'm not scaling well. But yeah. I'm in scale. You know, so I think we could unpack probably those sort of three things, right? So, number one is like, if you're in build right now, again, that means that you are an owner operator, you're the sole practitioner, you're head down, bum up, taking care of patients. You probably have some level of success. If not, you're wildly successful, right? You love the work, you love your job, but it's a job, right? So you don't own a business, you own a job. How do we know this? Because if you're not in the practice, the place screeches to a halt, right? So God forbid you um, go on to go on vacation or if anything ever happened to you health-wise or what have you. you know, so, so there's a huge point of exposure here. It's not even just like, well, I love my work. I see you know, 10 people a day or 150 people a day or 1,000 people a week, whatever it is, everybody, I love my job. I love the work, what have you. That's not the question. The question is, is whether it's sustainable and it's scalable and it's durable and eventually transferable, right? So because ultimately we all know the answers to all of those questions. The real, real pitfall with BUILD is that a lot of docs spend a glorious 30, 35 years in build, and they try to move from build to exit. And exit does not exit well, excuse me, build does not exit well, because frankly, no one wants to buy your job. So to Brad's point, this is where we see the multiples when somebody's trying to evaluate a, their business for sale, you're gonna see just these awful multiples. I mean, I'm even talking like 0.8 to 1.25 you know, on earnings, versus if you were to turn it into a business and build a business, like really build a business, like build it to sell it. You can see multiples of three to five on main street. You know, it's gotten sexier five to 10 on wall street. If you get wrapped into some corporate roll up or what have you, there's some real interesting things that are happening now. So the juices is yep. worth the squeeze here, guys. It's about saying, all right. So in when you're in launch, it's all about building skills. When you're in the build season of your career, it's about building your practice. When you get into scale, it's about building asset value right? So, and of course, exit is about building a legacy. So right now I want us to think about like scale. Cause one day everyone listening here, you're going to sell your practice. The question is, is, you know, are you, is it going to be a fire sale? Are you going to be giving it away? Are you going to be shuttering that practice? And it's awful to think so many practices like retire with the doctor. I mean, that's just awful for chiropractic. So my passion is making sure that these chiros, you know, that their legacy lives on. In other words, there's a great successor who's going to take really good care of their patients and their people and be consistent with what we've taught them, how important it is to get regular chiropractic care over your lifetime, you know, making sure that their team has a great place to work when they're, you know, it's business as usual after you go riding into the sunset, not to mention, you know, to have strategies in place so that you can optimize your price point and also to make sure you keep it in your pocket, which has a lot to do with corporate and tax strategies.
2: Yep. It's it's great information. You were kind enough to bring on one of your business associates, Fred Pinto, to talk about some of those strategies around making sure that you build the right kind of business, that you're scaling it the right way and that you're ready for exit where, you've, where you're where you keeping your money and you've got these tax strategies in place. And in fact, I just had a conversation with him last week. I was like, Fred, let's talk. Yeah. Cause How do I we think reverse are, engineer this? Yeah. Because I think there's really important information that like, I never learned, um, and a lot of the chiropractors out there don't know about, but they need to know about if they truly want to have maximum valuation at their exit. Brad, this is uh, this is a, even a learning experience for a guy like me. I've been around for a long time, 30 years, but it's great because Stephen's introduced me these concepts that I didn't really know about. Yeah, but I think most chiropractors don't get
1: into the profession thinking of it as a business. I I believe that's, you know, everybody that I'm exposed to that talks all this business practice, I'm going to hire 10 Kairos to work in my office. They really don't understand the concept of it being a business. And if you're going to hire 10 Kairos to come into your company, it better be a business Uh, or you're going to, you're going to fail miserably and destroy everything that you've done. So, I think Stephen's right. In in many Kairos need to start thinking about that and back into what they're doing, recover some of those things and build it in a logical business type of way, just like he's talking about. Um, it, and I think that's what chiros have got to do, Jay. And I, I think that's probably what happened to you. You started out really just going into practice. And then you realized all these other loves that you had that were <laughs> peripheral sides of, of being a chiro. And now that's your passion. Uh, and you're going back and you're building that. You got some great things that I think you're doing now that you've really strategized this way altogether, but you're just playing catch up a little bit. Don't yeah, don't I mean, you me, agree with, don't you agree with that, Stephen, that you see a lot of docs that just they aren't prepared and they didn't think of it as business when they got into it.
3: Yeah, it's it's not some, it's most. It's it's far and away most, right? So the reality is is that I, I think every Cairo I know, we got into it for the same reason, right? So Jay and I are the same. It's like we want to help people, right? So yep. at the end of the day, what ends up happening is we sort of get siloed through our education and our experience and our friendships. We be like well, I'm not really a business guy, a numbers guy. I'm really more about the mission and the purpose and the, and the philosophy. Or you know what, I'm more of a serious clinician. I'm not as much into the money like they start like really getting siloed on there. I'm like, "Time out. Number one, we're on mission here on purpose. You should be building a wildly successful practice that's totally scalable so you can increase not just your income but your impact, right? So, let's talk about the net net impact of 30 years of your career and your next three successors thinking seven generations out. Right? So it's like, that's what you should be building. So if you, if if that inspires you, then you recognize it's like, when do you start now? You know, the best time to build, to plant an Oak tree 50 years ago, what's the next time today? Let's, let's get after this. Now you can build this thing. And it's most cameras that we talk to are two to three years away from having the practice, the business that they've always dreamed of. And it's just like, listen, there's a methodology to follow, you know, to your point where you were going with that, Brad was systematize, you have to systematize everything for number one. Like that's, that's just table stakes to bring in an associate doctor, right? So everything has to be totally systematized, attraction, conversion, retention, team building, right? And the team building element is you better know what you're trying to accomplish before you start hiring associate doctors, right? So 67% of these associate doctor relationships fail. That's a terrible statistic. It's terrible for the owners. It's terrible for the associate doctors, terrible for chiropractic, right? So what it comes down to, guys, is this is is either a six-figure mistake or it's a seven-figure success story. You get to decide. Yeah, that's right. And, I, you know, I I think the other outcome, if the doctor hasn't
1: started that way and backs up, what they're going to find pretty quickly is, hell, my practice runs a lot better. The (laughs) day-to-day functions are better You know they just don't realize that the systemization of this really helps the day-to-day activity and the performance that goes on and those are worries that they can take off their shoulders
2: i gotta tell you i almost went bankrupt and you know we had we had just expanded the size of our first office i just had my first acquisition actually made money on the deal because i bought the accounts receivable which paid for the business and more because we collected the money faster than the seller and I was still about to go bankrupt because my systems were not in place. They didn't understand process. We were doing a great job taking care of patients, but we weren't bringing in the money. That's a recipe for bankruptcy. And so I had to go outside of chiropractic at the time. There was nothing in chiropractic that could teach me the things that I needed to know. So I went to Wharton and they had a small business development program. And that's where I learned things like Six Sigma and reverse engineering and like all those things that helped me get through you know, a lot of the challenges that I was facing at the time, but damn, Steven, you've built it for chiropractic, right? Like folks, you know, reach out to Steven. Cause you know, he's a leader, he's a teacher. He can help you with this. Thanks, man. And Brad, I think, yeah. I think we got to take a break. We though, need to brother, take right? another
1: break. Yeah. We, you know, this conversation goes really quick. It's very interesting. And I think all Cairo should pay attention. Guys, we're going to, we're going to come right back. Audience, uh, take a listen to our sponsors. They're the ones that make this possible. I'm Brad Cost, Dr. J Greenstein, Dr. Steven Franson. We'll be right back.
0: Listen to the future of healthcare <laughs> with the data jocks of talk, it's Tech Talk.
2: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today
3: is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein.
2: The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Hi, I'm Dave Klein, co-founder and director of business development for PDC, the chiropractic industry's leading developer of cloud-based integrated practice management software. PDC is fast, easy, and affordable to use. PDC will significantly help you improve your practice in three main areas. Number 1, it will help you reduce the amount of time needed for training. Number two, it will help you increase your revenues, both from insurance companies and your patients. And number three, the system is based on federal law, improving the quality of your documentation and helping you tell a better story of how you care for your patients.
0: come on!
3: And the Data Doc of Talk,
0: is Tech Talk. Well, welcome
1: back. It's Tech Talk. You know, we've got a great conversation going on, folks. If you're not listening, call your friends, email them, say, listen to Brad and Jay on this one. Uh, Dr. Stephen Franson, you know, he is a Cairo, but listening to him, you think he's a business guy way before Cairo. And we were having the conversation offline a little bit about how I've sort of seen that as I get out. And, and I've been talking at conferences for 15 years, trying to bring business sense trying to tell Kairos how to read a PL, how to, you know, understand what's your profitability, what's your net worth, what are you making every month. And sometimes I get pushed away because I'm not a Kairos Stephen, and and but I think it's a pretty unique perspective to talk about because I really am tied into the chiropractic profession. In many cases I know more about their practice than what they do, because I see their patients, I see their demographics, and I'm mining that crap every day to understand <laughs> how it's going, when. You know, our data scientists are now looking at the patterns of patients, when when they come in to be examined, what that episode looks like, how long of a period of episode should those be. And talk about great business analytics to put up there for when you're selling is understanding your practice to that level of detail. But again, I feel like I'm an outsider, but it's a great perspective. Jay and I've had that conversation. Your profession closes that out to outsiders when there's a lot of vendors and a lot of people that have given time and energy that they should be listening to, be putting
3: them on the boards, be involving and paying attention uh, all the time. Don't you agree with that? No question, man. So you're using two words and I'm gonna encourage you to use them as distinctly different things, right? So you're saying both words but be intentional about it. You're talking about somebody's practice and then you have to talk about their business. So most of the sure. pain points, people aren't losing sleep at night over their practice. Usually they're losing right. sleep at night over their business. Right. And those are two just really different right. things. The and and the business is inside of the practice. Right. So most of them, they know how to run their practice. They just don't know how to run their business. Right. And you know, the downstream output of things, the metrics you referred to of things like top line revenue. Profit, profit, margin, etc. These are really important elements, right? So really I, I am a numbers guy, right? Because I became a numbers guy. Like I'm a passionate clinician. I'm a passionate on purpose philosophical chiropractor, to be frank. And I what I recognized was the metrics became the matrix if I learned how to read them, right? So if I started to look at the numbers, I'm like, oh am it, they're telling me a story. They're telling me a story about the most important things, the human beings that I'm trusted with here, right? So if I start looking at the metrics and like the movie, the matrix, it starts telling me a story. The story it's telling me is this is where you need to be investing your limited time, energy, focus, and money. This is if you're going to really try to make a bigger impact, not just a bigger income. If you're looking to make a bigger impact, you've got to be able to interpret your metrics so that it tells you where to market, where to be training, what you need to know about your personnel, etc. So, you know, you talked about profit and why that's important because so many doctors come to us and they look to, for help on associate doctors and you know, one of the questions that probably the most common question is is how much should I pay my associate doctor? I'm like, "Good question, but it's the wrong question. The right question is is how should I pay my associate?" For example, you can see the difference. How much versus how do I pay them? How do I pay them speaks to the the compensation model, like how do you arrive at the figure that you pay them? That's a really important question, right? But even to be able to speak intelligently around that, you need to know what your business can afford to pay your associate doctor, right? So it's like, you've got to be able to reverse engineer a win-win-win scenario, because if it's not win-win-win, it's no deal. There is no other comp, there's, there's, there's two choices, win-win-win, or lose, lose, lose. There's no other combination of win, lose, lose, win, win, lose. <laughs> There's either win, win, win or lose, lose, lose. And so much, so much of that comes down to the financial component of it. But really, that's a downstream output from an analysis on a business that lets you say, OK, so great. You're ready for an associate doctor. Here's what you should expect. This is how you put together your expectations and agreements here's how you put together your contract here 's how you put together your comp plan and this is the type of person that you 're looking for long before you even start marketing for never mind interviewing God forbid hiring an associate doctor
1: yeah, and the associate needs to be a part of that of understanding and being part of that game of understanding what 's expected of them to be involved in a a functioning systemized uh, business and practice. Uh, I'll separate and distinct because I agree It's a that, relationship. Man. It is a, re- it's, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship. you recognize that? Yeah.
3: It's a relationship. And, yeah. you know, Jay and I have had conversations here lately and the the romantic relationship, we laugh, it, but it's tough, but it's worth it, right? Yeah. It's the same thing with any type of partnership. An associateship is a relationship and you're exactly right. There's two sides to the equation and there are no 50-50 successful relationships. There's a hundred, a hundred. It's 100% and 100%. The associate doctors absolutely have to be prepared for exactly what does a good associateship look like based on them, based on who they are as a person, what they're trying to accomplish, how they're hardwired to behave, and what should they be looking for. Don't just take a job for a paycheck, right? right? And on the flip side of the equation, the owners, when they're hiring, you know, how do chiropractors usually hire associates? oh, you have a license, you're available, you're interested and you're not a felon, you're hired. You've got two hands? It's a disaster. disaster.
2: You can
1: adjust? Cool. Or what school did you go to? I mean, I see a lot of them just because of the school that they went to. And and I could tell you that was one of the things we did years ago trying to approach a university that had a mentoring program as part of that final uh, clinical session was, let us rate your docs that you're sending your students to. Because you'll probably find out that 60 or 7% are teaching them bad, bad things. And, uh, you know, I'd, I could never get them to bite onto that. But I think it was the reason they didn't want to know. Uh, that was the reality of it.
3: Yeah, we, we created a program for um, for Kyra Matchmakers called the Next Program, which really speaks to the talent. So the both sides of the equation, we call them the owners, which is the hiring doctor, and the talent, which is the associate being hired, right? Owners and talent. For the talent conversation, we created this program called Next, which answers the question, what's next for you? And what we wanted to debunk was that limiting belief that there's only two tracks available in chiropractic. Now you can be successful and be the owner, and then there's everyone else, right? So that's a terrible limiting belief. There's lots of ways to be successful in chiropractic. So what we did is we identified our 10 favorite tracks to success for chiropractors who are considering what's next for me, and we really broke them all down uh, and we were very frank with it. Right? We were very frank and honest about it. We have no horse on the race, and we listed them according to risk, risk uh, and capital investment down from the highest risk and highest capital investment all the way down to the least risk and least capital investment and really helped them put a lens on this from who they are as a person, how they're hardwired, and exactly what they're looking for to recognize there is no right answer for everyone, but there is a best answer for everyone.
2: Yeah, that's brilliant. And I think every chiropractic college needs to have access to this information, Stephen, so that these students really understand all the options that are available to them. And as you stated, most importantly, what's going to be the best selection? What's going to be the best fit for them? I feel like a lot of the challenges that, that these young doctors face coming out of school is they're interviewing, and I'm going through this right now, they're interviewing with providers who are not clear about who they are, what they believe, how they behave. And when there's no clarity from the owner doctor, How the hell is the associate doctor supposed to know what they're getting into? And so, you know, I think there's lots of challenges on both sides of this coin. But if people can just be a little bit more clear, maybe some of it is taking these assessments that you guys do at Chiro Matchmakers. Maybe it's some of the providers understanding how to build these systems in their practice. But for God's sake, you can't not know you know, who you are, what you believe and how you're supposed to behave and bring on a doctor because you can't set the appropriate expectations. You can't, there's no way that you can scale. There's a model no like chance.
3: That. There's no way. There, there is no chance. You're exactly right, Jay. And it's not just the assessments, like to use very specific assessments that will tell you very specific results, right? So very specific things that you're looking for. We've we've developed an entire narrative around this. We've we We've identified. So for example, there's three primary types of chiropractors. You have caregivers, business builders, and entrepreneurs, and they show up in a very specific way with the types of tests that we do. We do cognitive testing of the mind, which tells you, what do you know? We do affective testing, which tells me, what do you love? Like what type of work energizes you versus, versus what type of work drains the life out of you? Uh, And cognitive testing, excuse me, cognitive testing with an N, which is my favorite one, which tells me, how do you behave? Right? So we hire for personality and what school did you go to and aligned philosophy and skill sets and experience, but we fire for behavior. So I want to know how predictably, how is somebody going to behave? And even more importantly, what behaviors am I looking for in the role I'm looking to fill?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it ultimately comes down to a team. You're building a team and it only takes one bad apple to destroy that team. So we do sort of the same thing in our hiring. We use a matrix touching on a lot of those exact same points. how? Because we feel like we can teach a lot of the programming skills, the techniques, the quantitative things. But who, how are you going to react? How are you going to react when there's clicks going on in the team? Or Are you going to be part of that click or are you going to be out of that click? What are your interests? What are your not interests? Because, uh, again, you can destroy a team uh, that's taken years and years to build real quickly.
3: Brad, from your mouth to God's ears, because ultimately, the one of the limiting beliefs that chiropractors shoulder, especially owners, is that I have to be awesome at everything. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, you don't have to be awesome at everything. You have to build a team that's awesome at everything. Right. So that's our passion is that team building and recognizing God only makes geniuses. And you need to know what are the roles of my business and what type of genius does this call for? And then test for that genius. Obviously, then you got to make sure they're a cultural match, et cetera. But there's, there's just really specific elements that you need to understand, like dominance and extroversion, pace, patience, compliance, energy and communication style. I mean, these things are incredibly predictive. And you can test for it. There is no guessing. We call it blood typing. You know, Brad, I just met you, but I love you, bro. And if you needed a kidney, I'd be happy to give you one. Okay? <laughs> but if you and I are not the, the right blood test type, Okay? If we're matter. not the same blood type, we're both screwed, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have to test people first, and then you can fall in love with them during the uh, during the interview process.
1: That's right. Uh, and you words know, of wisdom. It is great words of wisdom. It is great words of wisdom. Well, guys, we've sort of reached that moment in time, and it has gone by quick today, Jay.
2: It has man it always goes by fast but this was extra speedy this was like lightning speed it but was. before we go we got to um Steven how can folks get a hold of you
0: Yeah
2: Uh I think the best way to find me is
3: the Remarkable practice has an awesome free forum a free group on Facebook Seems like everybody's on Facebook so you can go to the Remarkable practice group on Facebook it's free and that's how you can get in and learn more about our systems coaching, so whether it's marketing and attraction, conversion, retention, or the team-building elements. If you, if you have an associate and you try to figure out how to optimize it, you know, increase their productivity, increase their profitability, that's all coaching inside of the Remarkable Practice. If you need help finding that associate or finding a CA or an office manager or a marketing person, that's why we created Cairo Matchmakers. So you can go to CairoMatchmakers.com. Uh, it is not a dating site for chiropractors as much as everybody <laughs> thinks it is. <laughs> uh, but we've noticed that there's a market gap there. So there sp- there's a <laughs> market for that. There, there is. is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: So, yeah, either uh, dot com or the remarkable com is our website there. Uh, and of course, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty easy to find, Jay.
2: And the remarkable practice book is also great. And I just want to say, like, we all have so many different practice styles out there. And, And, you know, I think our profession is really coming together so much more than when I first started 30 years ago. I don't care what kind of practice you have. I don't care if you have, you know, a wellness practice, a sports practice, you know, an acute care practice. We're all fucking chiropractors. We all care about our patients. And wisdom and character matters. And so you, my friend, have incredible wisdom. You've got great character. And I really hope that the audience takes to heart what you've said and learns more. So I just want to thank you for being here today, man.
3: I appreciate it, guys. Hey, I appreciate you helping us serve our purpose, which is to help more people, help more people. So thank you.
2: Absolutely. You uh,
1: Stephen. for myself, thank you again. I look forward to uh, maybe some future interaction with you and at least getting to meet you live and in person at some point in time. Jay, Absolutely. we got, we got an exciting week coming up next week, uh, university, uh, Chiropractic uh, Association in Virginia yep. in Homestead. Uh, yep. We're not speaking, but I'll be there exhibiting, and I know you'll be around a little bit to talk to people. I got a tiny
2: bit of stage time. Julie gave me a tiny bit of stage she? time, so I'll be speaking a little bit, yeah.
1: Well, I've got I've got a 20-minute FaceTime, I think, Uh there you go. she gave me. So we'll be talking about our core mission and the things that we're doing. And then we've got an exciting conference where you and I are teaching, Chiropractic Association in Texas, so I'm looking forward to that also. TCA, going to be fun. Yeah, guys. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeehaw. Uh, from my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day.
0: See y'all. Listen to the future of healthcare <laughs> with the data jocks of talk. It's tech talk.